What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. And today, we are looking ahead to the bets for the weekend uh, as there's a massive UFC 290 coming up. Uh, PFL have their second European card of the year as well. I'll have a full preview out for that with some betting picks in that as well. Uh, but I have one pick from that for you here for the betting show uh, and uh, four big picks from UFC 290. Um, it's it's an interesting one. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of close fights. Uh, you know, uh, uh, two rematches as well. If, maybe there's more than two. There's at least two rematches. Actually, there was supposed to be three. One from the BFL uh, fell out, and I think they're always interesting because. Um, I was thinking of one pick. I went back and watched uh, the rematch for one, and I'm like, wait, you know what? I think I'm actually picking a different pick here. So um, I think we have got a good look with that, and it's. I think it's helpful. It is helpful for the uh, the betting picks. Um, a massive, a massive, massive title fight in the main event and in the co-main event in the UFC. So uh, when those happen, there's always excitement and there's always uh, a lot of thoughts. So let me know in the comment section below, what's your bet for this weekend? Let me know, Volkanovski, Rodriguez, what's your bet for that? And let me know uh, for Pantoja versus Moreno as well. And if you're watching, if you're tuning in for the uh, PFL Europe, let me know in, uh, in that as well who you're picking. I'm always interested to see if there's any maybe inside information. Maybe we have people, you know, tuning in from uh, from Germany or, or uh, you know, somewhere in Central Europe or in the UK and with one of these fighters uh, on that. And uh, maybe they'd have a, a little bit more insight. So let the people in the comments section know and we'll have a bit of a chat there and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, get the, we'll get the talking going. Um, let's get the talking going on this show by looking back at last week's uh, picks, and uh, they were uh, they were pretty good. They were they were pretty good. Um, uh, the 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 flyer hits again, and it's what a run it's been. What an absolute! Run. I think this is I think this is six out of eight, and one no contest in the middle, so six out of seven, really. Um. Unbelievable! Fakradinov wins by submission plus six fifty, and it happened. What was it? Fifty five seconds, I think, if I'm not mistaken, against Kevin Lee. It it happened exactly as I predicted it happened, but like in a completely different way. I predicted that uh, he would have to wrestle. He would wrestle too quickly and get caught in the submission, which is exactly what happened. The only difference is he got knocked down heavily just before that. So. That really helped <laughs> with the force him to the kind of panic wrestle because it was like the right thing to do. He had to do it. Ended up getting caught in the guillotine uh, and submitted. And I was like, oh, I was kind of caught up in the fight and I kind of forgot about the bet. And then someone tweeted me. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> this is this is the bet for the week. So I was absolutely uh, absolutely delighted with that plus six fifty. What a what a great pick, I suppose, there by me. All credit pats on the back to me. But I honestly, that the Oliveira one, I was never as sure as about this one. I was, I was pretty confident, but I, I just thought the minute this ended, I was like, anyone who saw that Diego Sanchez fight was like, yeah, that's Kevin Lee. Like, is he UFC quality at this stage? He's now he's back in the UFC, but not in that show. Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, two of four on the normal bets. Um, uh, Abbas Magomedov, it looked good for a round, but not so good after that. That was a, I think, look, I think UFC jitters played a big part in that, to be honest. Plus, he was just unable to hold up with uh, with uh, Strickland. What I said last week, my pick 
being based on Magomedov uh, being able to live with the experience was just completely wrong. That was a that was a that was a terrible bit of analysis by me. That was a big part of him not being able to do that. So uh, yeah, bad, that was a bad pick by me. And the Matthew Bonnervik. Uh, I, I, I'd say that was also a bad pick to be honest because I thought he'd win by wrestling he actually lost by wrestling uh, but it was a good look great performance from Darren Stewart fair play to him but yeah it was not a great pick by me the other bets uh, that came off were very good Damir and Dawson to go to distance it did uh, although I think Dawson probably should have finished it if we're being honest but that was a good bet minus 180 and in the middle of round 1 KO now I was looking for the betting for this I was waiting waiting for it to come out all weekend so I didn't even post it but the betting for round one didn't come out, right? But the betting for just the KO straight up was plus one seven five. So uh, if you bet him, uh, we'll take we'll take that. We'll play, take plus one seven five and one get greedy here uh, on the record. So that was a pretty good bet. He destroyed him, destroyed him in seconds, um, and I, I always knew he was going to. So that's a, a very good bet there, and we're uh, we'll be happy with that pick. So let's go and look ahead to next week's picks. Um, and I'm going to start off with the rematch uh, that I mentioned. And this first one is going to be the rematch between Alonzo Minifield and Jimmy Crude. And I went back and I watched it literally about 10 minutes ago here. Uh, when I was, I, I kind of had my other bits picked. And I was like, Who am I, what am I going to go for on that one? And I, I'm going with, I'm going with... Minifield. Uh it almost it almost pains me to say it here. <laughs> I'm minus one oh five uh for Minifield to win that one. He is the favorite. I think it's minus one twenty-five for um for his opponent. And look, I'll give you the reason why I'm going for it. Having watched back that fight, and it was a draw if people don't remember it. Um there was uh the first round crew was doing well and he was getting the takedowns, but then big shots knocked down a few times. The second round, Minifield kind of pushed him against the cage and was winning the fight that way, and then it was a 10-8. Uh, in the third round for Cruz, ended up being a draw. But I think... I think Cruz fought about as well... Not, not as well as he can, but, like, everything that he needed to go for him almost did go for him in that, apart from getting hit with a big shot a couple of times, right? He got the early takedowns. He got multiple early takedowns. He took away a bit of the cardio of Minifield. Now, that did work for him late. And then he got like a really great late finish as well when he was arguably behind, right? So a lot of things went right for him there. Um, could you say the same for Minifield? Like, he didn't want to be taken down early. He didn't want to, to half gas out in the third round and lose it. Any, like, and I suppose that's a, that's a bit of easy analysis. But my analysis of that fight also is like, what are the changes going to be coming into this fight, right? And here's maybe where we get we get a little bit of nuance for what, what my pick is because like, what what does crew really need to change, right? Be a little bit more defensive and don't get hit with big shots. But he wants to take him down early, like he did, take the cardio out of him, like he did, and finish strong, right? Um, so there isn't too much to change really there, but for Minifield. I think there's more clearer things that he needs to do. He needs to be more, um, I suppose, cute, as we'd say here in Ireland, on the feet. He can't get caught up in takedowns as easy as before. He needs to pick his shots. He knows he has the power to hurt them, and he's probably the power to knock him out. So do that. You know, spend your three rounds trying to land the one-two. The knockout blow. But don't do it in a way that's going to gas you out or that's going to allow you to be taken down by him. 
right? Now, that's a very much an easier thing said than done. But also, if you're looking at things you need to do, saying that might be a good thing to say, <laughs> you know? And I feel like he has the ability to do that as well. Not only does he have the ability to do that, uh, like, I think Cruz is the type of guy who is, you know... He's not, he's not been knocked out that many times in his career, don't get me wrong, but he was knocked out by Jamal Lil in 48 seconds before that. He was almost knocked out in that fight, and then it was a doctor stoppage by Anthony Smith in the, the fight before that. So he'd never been knocked out until the last three fights, and like he got knocked out once, doctor stoppage once, and almost knocked out a third time. You know, whereas I think Minifield, you know, he he's obviously got a good few knockouts in, in his career uh, as well and had won his last two by knockout before that against Serkinov and, and Askar Mazarov, although that wasn't much of a challenge. But I just think if Minifield is in any way smart about this, he will pick his shots early, land that big power shot and put Crude out of there. Put him out of there. And even like if he does get taken down, do what he did the last day, get back up. And then go to that game plan again of being a little bit cuter. And it's, this is not me pying the sky either. He's been able to do this before. He's done this to other people, you know. Um, so that's the pick. I, that's, first of all, simple enough. That's my first pick. I'm going with Alonzo Minifield um, to uh, to get the win. And we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Right. Second pick. Um... I'm going to go for the, the, the PFL pick here, uh, first of all. And I'm going to go with Alexander uh, Chivak. Shivaz. Shivaz. Alexander Shivaz, whose name I pronounce brilliantly. And he is uh, minus one or five in the betting at the moment to beat uh, Achtan P. Duike, um, whose name I also pronounce very, very well there. But watch, uh, obviously, I'm uh, doing the preview for this and watch a good bit of their, their fights coming in. Um, as much as I could find and I, I think this line as I mentioned in my preview it's a little bit backwards and we'll go through the other lines uh, as well on this when we get it minus 125 for pay and for Alex it's minus 105 so very very close on the betting but I'm going to go with the underdog who's at minus 105 and it's pretty simple the reason I'm going for him and it's his ability to strike but he's improving takedown defense and his ability to reverse. So, um, Pei uh, Duque is a very good wrestler. No interest in striking. Barrels in. And when when I say very good wrestler, when he can wrestle you, when he can get on top, he's very good on top. But if you are smart and if you have the ability to use your footwork and strike well and you have power striking to make your opponent think about it. I think you can beat a guy like that. And that's the reason I'm basically picking Alex. Like, he's a power striker. He's lovely shots to the body, which I always feel like are good shots against wrestlers as well. Um, improving takedown defense. And when he gets on top, he's very good. And I mentioned the word reversal before. His sweeps are so good. He sweeps, lads, gets on top, and then he lands big ground upon. We know wrestlers, they don't like to be, uh, you know, on the bottom with guys landing ground upon against him. They just absolutely don't like that. And I feel like that's something that Alex can do in this fight. Um, what he's really good at as well is refusing to back up from the pocket. And um, what I mean by that is, like, he's, I wouldn't call him necessarily a pocket fighter. I wouldn't necessarily call him a 
a pressure fighter either but what he's very good at is forcing you to not fight where you want to fight so if you want to pressure him he won't allow you to do that and then he will stay in that area for long enough until you go backwards and when you go backwards he'll go forwards but not not necessarily with a pressure but just very good cage cutting and very good control like controlled pressure maybe you would call it and i said that in the the preview shows but i really mean i think it needs to be said and what he does from there then is a lovely combinations so if he can stop the takedown number one against um against uh, uh duque if he can stop the forward motion if he can push him back he will start to land those combos and i don't think that fight lasts very long because he's power big power as I said again, attacks the body. And if he can consistently do that against a guy like Duque, who is, you know, a good fighter, who has a good record and all of that, I think he can put him down and I think he can put him out of there. So let's see on that one. Let's see how it goes. But I like the uh, I like the odds on that one. I do think Alex will win. And maybe that's one, like if you're betting on the UFC and you want to throw in an extra one for an accumulator or something, maybe that's the one to uh, to go to. Um, while we're on the PFL Europe here, let me just run you through some of the other odds uh, on that. I'm a big fan of Francesco Nuzzi. He's minus 275. Uh, I like him in that fight against uh, Farbad Iran, who's plus uh, 215. Um uh, Mokhtar uh, Bin Sai is plus 100 minus 130 for uh, Kurshed Kakarov do like Kakarov in that one I think the line is just about right I think it's a close fight um, Franz Mambo is fighting he's a new opponent the Benads uh, maybe by the time this show comes out they'll be out for that but they aren't out as I record um, but we'll, we'll keep an eye on that we'll keep an eye on that in the comment section below Biggest favourite on the card, uh, I believe, yeah, that's correct, is uh, rightfully Ali Taleb. Very well-rounded fighter. If you don't know this guy, keep an eye on him. Very good. I think he's 8-0. Good fighter. He's fighting Kenji uh, Bartoluzzi, uh, and I think he'll almost certainly win that. Connor Hughes, Dylan Took. If you're looking for a bit of a flyer and a bit of an outsider here, if Dylan Took shows up and Dylan Took fights at his best, he can beat Connor Hughes. Now, Connor Hughes is the favourite, and he's rightfully so the favourite. Took hasn't had a good last few years, but I believe everything is kind of back on track with him. He's on a new gym in a new country, um, and the word is that he's 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 looking good. So, plus 375, if you like that there, but Connor Hughes is also looking good. There's no denying that. I think that's going to be a fun fight. I think the betting is a bit, a, a bit wide. I'd probably go to maybe plus, you know, minus 350, you know, plus 250 or something like that, or, or, or a little bit higher. But, yeah, I um, I like that fight a lot. Um, I like the favourite Jakob uh, Kazuba, minus 180, plus 150 over Maxim Radu. Um, Christina Bauer and Annabelle Honert, minus um, 400, plus 300. And that one, uh, Christina is obviously the favourite. John Mitchell is a big favourite, uh, minus 240 over the plus 190, Jassim uh, Dirouche. I like John Mitchell in that one, all right. He's obviously Irish as well, so a bit of, maybe a little bit of bias there, but he's a very good fighter, can hit hard, uh, can wrestle as well. Um, and, you know, I, I like him uh, in that one. You know, his opponent is, is a good fighter, very good cardio and a good athlete as well. I think... I think the Mitchell takedown might win him. Uh, might win him that one. Um, Greta Coat is fighting a three and all favorite in minus one eighty five. Lorena Cubero haven't seen too much of her, but she does look like a good fighter. 
Gret a little bit exposed, whereas Cubero isn't. So I would definitely take a pass on that one. I like uh, Zafar Mosin, who's minus 280 over Anatoly Bal. Um, and obviously the last fight is my better to be Alex um, Shivaz, uh, who is minus uh, 105 over uh, Akadan Duque. So, um, yeah, that's the PFL betting for the week. And that is my uh, my second bet. Right, um, let's move on. Let's talk about my third bet of the week and that's going to be the champ Brandon Moreno I'm going for him over Alessandra Pantoja and um, <clears throat> I went back and I watched their their UFC fight not the tough fight and I, I, I was talking to um, my colleague Graham McDonald about it from uh, from over in Sevilla and me and he went back and watched it too and he's, I was like you, he, he said to me you can kind of write that one off and you know what I think he might be right right in terms of this fight but what I think it really shows, and I've done this with fighters before, right, who have gone from being good fighters or middle-of-the-road fighters to being the top fighters in the world. Paria is a brilliant example of this, right? Go back and watch an old one of his fights, the, the Akira Kurosani fight, who I mentioned uh, earlier on there, I think. Um, go, back, go back and watch him. Or I mentioned the PFL preview, maybe, actually. Watch his early fights. And then watch his fights now. Completely higher class, way better fighter. That's what you look at and you see with Moreno when you do that. It's it's hard to see that between one fight and the next fight and the next fight and the next fight. But if you watch seven fights ago or 12 fights ago or something like that, it's a lot easier to see it. Now, <clears throat> the difference I think here is my reason why I'm picking him, right? And his ability to control himself. And, and that is... That is it, right? That is my reason for picking him. His ability to control himself now is there that wasn't there before. And I think Pantoja had that ability to control himself then and still has it now. He's a very good, you know, well-rounded fighter, you know, good Muay Thai, good fight on the ground, good jiu-jitsu, the whole lot, right? But I think Moreno... His ability to control himself will allow him to control the fight. Before, he was kind of just throwing things out there. In that fight, you can see it perfectly. He's throwing like those those long kind of reaching shots that are just going to get him countered against someone as technically as good as Pantoja or anyone out there. But you see him against guys like Kai Kara France and, and that... And he's not doing that. You know, he's not getting caught with those big shots inside. He's not letting him be there, not letting himself to be there to be countered. He's more in control of himself. And... That's why I think this is a very winnable fight for him, and he will win it. And that's why I think minus 200. You know, it's minus 200, so it's not the best price in the world. And I actually have a few. I have all minus bets in my four bets, which is very unusual, I just noticed there. Um, but I think it's a good price at minus 200, because I don't think I don't think Pantoja is going to be... Like, like Moreno has the loss to Pantoja to motivate him for this as well. So, like, uh, usually fighters who come into a fight like this are the ones who have all the motivation, and sometimes you can feel, okay, well, you know, this guy who's the champion, he could lose it a little bit, and, you know, will we'll complacency set in, but that's not going to happen with Moreno. And I think the fact as well, right, uh, you can look at this as a positive and a, and a negative, but apart, take out the Kai Kara France fight, he's been fighting... Davidson Figueiredo for the totality of his championship career. Four fights. It's just so much. And they were brilliant. I wouldn't take them back, absolutely. But for him, it's it's a welcome change. 
and it, it allows him to be something new, but also in a rematch, which he already knows. But I think all the lessons he learned in those fights, he can take it into this and use it in this and be a better fighter. Um, I think, what is, uh, you know, I, I said about kind of the reach and body shots the last time. I think the body shots are going to work well for him here. I think the leg kicks are going to work well for him here. I think the... Um, the distance battle. I would be surprised if this fight ended in the first three to three rounds. It may maybe a late finish, but I I think this one is going long. I think it's going to a decision. I think it's going to be a more controlled. I keep using the word control, but a more controlled fight from both guys with Moreno running the dance. And I think his ability to run that dance is why he's winning, and that's why I'm picking him. Right. Um. My fourth pick is a lot less complex. I think. Um. And it's Jalen Turner. Like, I, I think most people are probably saying, Look, Sean, we agree with you. We think Jalen Turner is going to win this. Minus 250. I I think the minus 250 is such a great price. I just, I really do. I think it's a great price. Now, it might be a great straight up price or whatever if you want to bet on it straight up. And that's absolutely fair enough. I understand that. I think this is a great accumulator price, a great price. Let, let's say if you do want to, let's say you fancy the Pantoja decision or something like that, or you, or you fancy the Moreno decision and it's coming in or whatever it is, right? Throw this in as a little double, throw in a little treble. I like that because, like, I think Jalen Turner, who has 13 wins and 13 finishes in his career, Against a guy like Dan Hooker, you know, who has lost twelve times, and I think he's been he's been finished six times, right? I I just the only thing I see when I look at this fight is him being finished. Like Jalen Turner went in there last time out, what uh, nineteen fights into his career, which is a good few fights at this stage. But he went he went all the way with uh, with Matthias Gamrot, who not only is a really good fighter, right? But he's faced it all as well over in KSW. He's faced some of the best fighters in the world that people wouldn't even have heard of. You know, him, Turner went in there, he beat Bad Riddell, he beat Jamie Menarchy, he beat Brock Weaver, Josh Koulibau, Juras Medic. He's beaten some very, very, very good fighters. And I like Dan Hooker, right? And I think he's a good fighter, but I I think that Claudio Puelas fight is a win over Claudio Puelas because of the ability that Claudio Puelas has. I think Jalen Turner's ability is just too much. And I just I just think the lint is going to be such an issue for him as well. Like, uh, he's 6'3", and Dan Hooker, surprisingly, is six foot. He doesn't look that tall. I've gone back and watched a few of his fights. But he's... Dan, Hook, Dan Hooker has only one gear, and that's go. And if you go against Jalen Turner, you're going to get caught. And I just see the long arms... The, the you know that left hook type of shot from way out with Hooker coming in is just going to land, and it's going to hit Hooker, and it's going to be big, big issues for Hooker. It really, really is. I I, I think he get the knockout here, but I'm going for him straight up. I'm going for him straight up, Jalen Turner. I think he's going to have too much. Uh, I don't think Hooker's going to be able to knock him out. I don't think he's going to be able to catch him, and I think Turner is going to have his way. So yeah, there you go. That's my pick for that one. Right, the final pick. The um, flyer of the week, and I'm going for the main event. Um, it's not the biggest flyer in the world here, but we've look, we've given you enough big ones over the while. But plus three seventy here at the moment. Now that might change. Hopefully, you get a little bit bigger. But I'm going for the Volkanovski TKO KO, and 
the reason I'm going for that is 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 twofold really. I think Volkanovsky will will be more attacking in one dimension here than he normally is. And what I mean by that is Volkanovsky, I've, I've compared him with Mighty Mouse before. He can fight in every manner and every way, and he usually does that in all his fights. But I think in this one, he will up it in a certain way, whether it's up the pressure and push back Yaya Rodriguez, uh, which we'll talk more about in a second, or wrestle more and wrestling, 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 put him on the ground and ground upon and ground upon and ground upon. Um, that's part one. The second part of this is I think Rodriguez will be aggressive and he knows he has to be aggressive. And I think, like, I'm not picking a round one, round two knockout here when I go for the TKO KO. I'm thinking, like, round four, round five. And I think Rodriguez, even though he's got late knockouts before, Volkanovski's way more used to that pace. And the shots, I think, will add up from Volkanovski. And the pace that um, Rodriguez, I think, will fight at, or not, not even the pace, the... Um, the not even the cadence either. The, the 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 amount, the variety, the amount of shots he'll throw will be so taxing that I think by the time the fourth and fifth comes, the amount of energy he has expanded with the amount of damage he has taken will add up to bad things. I really do. If he can't get the finish, now maybe he can get the finish. Maybe he can. You know, now, would I be the most shocked person in the world if he did? No. I think he has a real chance here, an absolute chance, but I'm definitely picking Volkanovski. Make no mistake about that. But I just see the fight going that way. Like I, I, I think if Volkanovski fights like he's normal, um, um, dominating, really good technical way, he, it's somewhat leaving himself open against a guy like Rodriguez. And that's why I said one element. I think one element will change and improve and be more dominant. And I, I think that'll turn it. Um, I think that big left hand from Volkanovski will land a bit. I, again, I, I, body punching, I think, might be a, an issue throughout this card. I think go, pushing him forward, landing those body shots, I could see him going like one, two, three, four to the body, even a big one, a big left hand over the top or something like that as well from Volkanovski. I see things like that happening in this and those things add up and they add up and they add up and you can just see, right, Yair comes out and he throws the four round, he's throwing this big kick and next thing, boom, double leg takedown. Volkanovski gets into the mount and he's ground and pounded out. That's the start to finish I envisage here and a plus 370, I think it's a nice flyer. I think it's a nice flyer. So, yeah, those are your five bets. Let's uh, run through some of the prices here. Um, uh, so we are looking at Denise Gomez. Yasmin uh, is minus 400. Denise plus 300. I love this uh, uh, Price-Lawler fight. Uh, Nico Price is a big favorite there. Minus uh, 250 plus 200 for Robbie Lawler. Um, look, at this stage of the career, you'd have to go for Nico Price, but I'm just looking at a fun fight there, really, and, and I think it will be very good. The, the minifield betting is minus 105, as we mentioned earlier, minus 115 for Crude. Uh, Marcin Prachnow is plus 220 over Victor Perino, minus 275. You know, Prachnow sometimes... You know, maybe plus 220, you'd never know with that one. Um, Aguilar against Ross is, is relatively close. Aguilar minus 175, plus 145 for uh, for Ross. Uh, Esteban Ribkovic minus 200 for Camila Kirk, plus 160. Again, 
close enough. I, I do you know what? I, I, I'll throw Kirk in there. I, I'll give. I'll go for Kirk in that. And then uh, the the main card, you can't bet on Bo Nickel. He's just too big of a price. Minus uh, minus fourteen hundred or there thereabouts. Uh, plus seven hundred ish. Plus seven seven five. I see for Trish and Gore here in one place. Um, look, Gore's not winning the fight. You can't bet on Nickel. So um, there's no point even looking at that one. We talked about Jen and Turner Hooker. Uh, look, I was looking at Duplessis versus Whitaker um, as one of my bets. I I'm very much unsure about how Whitaker's going to win while being sure that Whitaker's going to win type of thing. I'm like, will he finish him? Will it go to a decision? Not too sure. Um, I, look, minus 400 is a price. And again, I have lots of accumulators for this week. Yeah, try him into an accumulator. I do think he will win. I, I, I like I like the Whitaker Moreno Volkanovsky uh treble in there. Let's I, I think I can see how much that is. Hold on. We'll uh, we'll find out here now very quickly how much that uh how much that treble comes to. So the, um, I'm looking at minus four fifty for Volkanovsky, uh minus two hundred for Moreno and minus four hundred for Whitaker. That's plus one two nine of a parlay. So if you like that treble plus one two nine mm, it's not massive, is it? It's not man. Maybe, maybe. Do you know what? I'm gonna back out in that one. Let, let's not go over that one. But uh, yeah, um, the Pantoja Moreno fight, as I mentioned, is plus, straight up minus two hundred plus uh, one six two one six three. I've look. I, I didn't mention it back when I gave Moreno, but I think that's way too close. Way too close. I think he should be minus three hundred. I think he should be that uh, at least. I think that's very, very much based on the last fight, and you can base very little off of that last fight, I think so. Um, and in the main event, minus 450 for Volkanovski, straight up plus 333 for Rodriguez. Fight to go to the decision, minus um, uh, 166. I was looking at the fight, doesn't go to the decision, plus 124 is one of my straight up bets. I like that price, plus 124. Um, um, plus you know, plus 370. For the finish, plus 600 for the TKO for um, uh, his opponent. No, sorry, plus 370 for the, the knockout. For the, the finish itself, is it here? Um, uh, him to win. Volkanovski win by decision, minus 125. Uh, him to win inside the distance. I don't see it here at the moment. But, yeah, those are... Uh, yeah, it's not here at the moment. But, yeah, th- those are interesting. Um you know, will there be a submission here? I don't think so. Minus 13, or sorry, plus 1300 for Rodriguez. Even though he did submit Emmett, I could see Volkanovski maybe getting a submission, but I don't think so. Minus 30, or sorry, plus 1300 as well. So let's, um, let's see you now. Let's see you now. All right, we leave it there, everyone. Uh, recap quickly my bets again Alonzo Minifield, minus 105. Uh, Alex uh, Shivzov over in PFL, minus 105 as well. Minus 200 for Brandon Moreno, minus 250 for Jalen Turner, and in the flyer of the week at plus 370, Alexander Volkanovsky wins by TKO KO in the main event. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for watching. Let me know your bet in the comment section below. We leave it there. My name is Sean Sheehan for Sherdog.com. We'll see you all next time.